Hey, hey, hey! Welcome, welcome, welcome to a special bonus episode of A Pod Further Review with Brian Brennan. I am, as usual, your host, Brian Brennan, in the place to be. Happy Tuesday, folks. Would have recorded this a little bit earlier today, but I went out for a walk. I actually just got cleared yesterday to start wearing shoes again, so figured I might as well take advantage. I went for a good, nice little walk this morning, so I would have recorded this a little bit earlier since this news broke pretty early this morning, but that's why I was out. That's why this episode is dropping a little bit later than normal. Um, Aaron Boone is back. Uh, he will be back as Yankee manager. It was announced this morning, three-year deal with an option for a fourth. Um, if you've listened to this podcast, uh, and by the way, I'll keep this short since I, I know we're, we have a main episode coming out this Friday, which I'm looking very forward to, and I'll give more thoughts on this, a little more insight. Um, but if you've listened to this podcast, you know I am not a huge fan of Aaron Boone. I, I thought he should have gone after the season. I really feel like the team has made minimal progress under Aaron Boone. This is a team we have to remember, guys. In 2017, they were one win away from going to the World Series with Joe Girardi as their manager. And they fired Joe Girardi uh, in a move that I didn't agree with at the time. But when they hired Aaron Boone, I went into it with an open mind. I'm like, this guy seems like a really, he seems like a friendly person. He seems like a real player's coach. I'll give Aaron Boone a chance. First season, 100 wins, Gets the, gets the wild card, loses to the Red Sox in the ALDS. The Red Sox were just a better team that year. That's just how it is. 2019 was the heartbreaking year for the Yankees under Boone. They win 103 games. They have an incredible regular season in which they finish one home run off the all-time record, only losing to that the 2019 Minnesota Twins team. They beat the Twins in the first round. Then they go to the ALCS against the Astros. They lose in six games. D.J. LeMahieu hit that dramatic home run that tied the game in the ninth inning of game six. But then, of course, we all know what happened. Chapman gave up the walk-off home run to Altuve. And the Yankees' season ended earlier than a lot of people felt like it should have against the Astros that year. 2020, the pandemic happens. 60-game season. You guys know how I feel about the 60-game season. Honestly, felt like a waste of time. Personally, felt like they shouldn't have even had a baseball season last year in 2020. Just felt like they were wasting everyone's time. They lose in the playoffs to Tampa Bay in 2020, which, again, weird season, but you don't want to be losing to your division rivals. I mean, maybe that series would have gone differently if they actually had crowds and home field advantage at that series. Who knows? Who knows? But either way, they lose to Tampa Bay. 2021, the most up and down roller coaster of a season you could possibly ask for they win 13 games in a row and they lose seven games in a row there was just never any consistency with this team it felt like somehow they managed to get the second wild card spot and they lose to their arch rivals the red sox who are still playing by the way and have are two wins away from going to the world series i just feel like there hasn't been enough progress under boone he seems like a good guy he seems like the players really like him aaron judge was one of the guys who spoke out after that wild card game and said, I would like it if Aaron Boone came back. Aaron Judge is considered the face of the franchise. So, usually what he says goes. And that's what happened. Boone came back. Now, there will be some changes on his coaching staff. Phil Nevin, the third base coach, is gone. Marcus Timms, hitting coach, gone. P.J. Pelletier, assistant hitting coach, also gone. So there will be some shakeups and changes to Boone's staff. But I honestly felt like this team needed to go in a different direction if they wanted to have any chance of winning the World Series. I just feel like Aaron Boone's not going to be that guy. I've seen enough 
in his four years as Yankee manager to say he is not the answer. They gave him a three-year extension? A three-year deal? Really? That seems a little excessive to me. I, I And I guess their reasoning behind it is they probably felt like they couldn't find anybody better on the market. They probably felt like Boone is their guy. And Boone does have a very close relationship with Brian Cashman and the Steinbrenner family. He's basically part of the family. If you're part of the family, it's hard for them to fire you. I mean, just ask Brian Cashman. He's been the GM for 20-plus years now. So, while I am disappointed that Aaron Boone is back, a lot of Yankee fans are very disappointed that Aaron Boone is back. If you looked at, look on Twitter, there's a lot of rage from Yankee fans this morning. As soon as this news broke, there were a lot of really pissed-off people. But Lindsay Adler of The Athletic, who was one of my favorite Yankee beat writers, she had a really good point this morning. She tweeted, Lindsay tweeted, that if the Yankees had gotten rid of Aaron Boone, they were probably just going to find somebody who's very similar to Aaron Boone, somebody with the similar characteristics, a player-type manager. They weren't going to go for a Buck Showalter or an old-school guy. They probably would have gone for an Aaron Boone type. So why fire Aaron Boone when you already have Aaron Boone? You're just going to bring in another Aaron Boone. That's why I kept saying, when I, when I said I didn't want the Yankees to bring Boone back, I never had any idea who they were going to potentially replace him with. Because all the Yankee fans are like, oh, bring in Buck Showalter. Buck Showalter would be great for this team. I mean, I just don't think, Buck Showalter's past his prime. We saw it with Tony La Russa this year. While the White Sox did win the AL Central, he had a bunch of trouble with that clubhouse. And I don't want that to happen with the Yankees clubhouse. So yes, while I would have liked there to have been some change, while I feel like the team might might stagnate a bit under Boone, I get it, I guess. I guess I get why he's coming back. I'm not a fan of it, but I guess I have to accept it and move on. I can only hope I'm wrong about Boone. That is all I hope as a fan, is that I am wrong about Aaron Boone. I, I have said that I, I think they can't win under him, and I stand by that. I mean, I, look at the Red Sox, guys. Look at the Red Sox. They're two wins away from going to the World Series under Alex Cora again. Alex Cora is clearly the right guy for the Red Sox. I can't say that about Aaron Boone. Kevin Cash, clearly the right guy for the Rays. Can't say that about Boone. So time will tell. There's a lot, lot up in the air with this team. I would love to see them make some additions. They definitely need a starting shortstop. And the shortstop market this year is loaded. Corey Seager's on the market. Carlos Correa's on the market. Trevor Story's on the market. I would be interested in any of those guys. Now, I know it's, I've noticed on Twitter, as you guys know, I'm a big part of Yankee Twitter, uh, that there's been a bit of a turf war between the Seager folks and the Correa folks. I mean, look, I'll take either of them. They're both great players. As much as I hate Carlos Correa, he is a hell of a player, and he's going to get paid this offseason. Like, he is a really, really good player for the Houston Astros. And Seager, same thing. Last year's World Series MVP, although last season was a bit of a weird season. He was still the World Series MVP, and just an all-around really good player for the Dodgers. If I had to choose between the two, I'd probably pick Seager, personally. I'd probably give a slight edge to Seager just because I don't really want the stench of the Astros, the Astros all over my team like that. But if I had to choose between one of those premier shortstops, probably go with Seager. Um, 
And I think they need a number two pitching staff. I was actually talking to the unofficial associate producer of my podcast this morning, Mr. Pat Honan. Um, he didn't get lost this time. Uh, Pat was actually there. Um, and uh, I was talking to him, and we were talking about what we think this team needs. And we both agreed that a number two starter is key. A uh, number two starter for this key team is key. Cole is number one. As bad as Cole was in the wild card game, Cole is definitely your number one going into next season. But everything after that is a question mark. I know Luis Severino's coming back from injury. I know there are younger guys as well, such as Luis Heel, Davey Garcia, who had a really bad 2021 in the minor leagues. Uh, I know those guys exist, but I think they need a legitimate number two starter. I think Tyone slots in more as a number three. I don't think Corey Kluber will be back. I think they need a legitimate number two. I don't think Jordan Montgomery is in the legitimate number two. He's been good for the Yankees, but as far I, I want like a Randy Johnson, Kurt Schilling, 2001 Arizona Diamondbacks. Ugh. Oh, I'd hurt even bring that up. But that's what I want. That's what I want with this team, folks. Two aces. Something like that. A legitimate number two to Cole's number one. That would be... I, I mean, look at the Dodgers. They have Kershaw, who's injured right now. Walker Bueller and Scherzer. I mean, that that's what I want on my team. I want three dominant starting pitchers like that. And I think the Yankees need to go out there and get one. So we'll see if they, uh, those are the two priority moves I would make this season to make this team better. But now that Boone is back and all the drama of that is over. By the way, Reddit nailed it. I was on Yankees Reddit yesterday and somebody posted that there will be an announcement today that Boone is coming back. They absolutely nailed it. How about give it up for Reddit? Reddit absolutely nailed it getting this announcement right for Aaron Boone. Now that Boone is back, as soon as the season ends, can shift to making this team better. Because now they have to leapfrog two teams. The Rays, who won the division and won 100 games this year. And the Red Sox, who it's looking like are going to go to the World Series once again. Whoop-de-doo. Whoop-de-fucking-doo. I can't. I'm so tired of that shit. Um, and so they just need to, they need to upgrade this roster. Pat also said uh, he thinks that they could upgrade the bullpen. One sneaky move I would consider for upgrading the bullpen, why don't you just leave Luis Severino in there? I mean, Sevy was really, really good out of the bullpen this year. And it's going to take some time for him to adjust as a starter. So why not even cons- – I would consider leaving Sevy in as like a super setup man. He was really good for the Yankees this year. And then you wouldn't have to go out and spend all that money on another dominant reliever. I know Chad Green was very inconsistent this season. Uh, Loisago was great until he got hurt in September. Uh, excuse me. I, I, the move I'll consider is moving Seve to the bullpen, personally. That's what I would do if I were the Yankees. Um, and then you don't need to go out and spend all that money on a dominant reliever type. Um, and then you've got your back end of your bullpen completely set up. Either way, I'm interested to see what they do. Uh, I'm interested to see who they bring in as hitting coach uh, and third base coach. Um, they both had to go. Dramatically underachieved this season with the bat. And as much as I like Marcus Timms, he had to go. Same with Phil Nevin. Uh, seems like a really good guy, but he just had to go. I mean, that, that send on in the wild card game, completely inexcusable in my opinion. And that is probably what cost him his job. And so, and all the outs at home, too, of course. That's also what cost him his job. So we'll see what direction the Yankees go in this offseason. Uh, but I'd be remiss if I didn't do a bonus episode uh, since Aaron Boone is, in fact, back now, officially, uh, for three years. Maybe four. Great. Great, great, great. Awesome, awesome. Not my first choice, but...
but I support, I, I guess I have to, no choice but to sit back, relax, watch what happens next season. Uh, some other exciting stuff in the sports world. The Knicks season starts tomorrow on Wednesday night. The NBA season starts tonight with the Nets playing the Bucks uh, at 7.30. That's going to be great. Um, today is actually a really good sports day. Um, as soon as I finish recording this bonus episode, I'm going to turn on the Champions League. Uh, starts at 12.45. actually started about 10 minutes ago. Um, so I'm going to turn that on. And we got Champions League all day. we got the NLCS at 5.00. Uh, we got the NBA coming back at 7:30 with the Nets uh, with the Nets and the Bucks. Uh, we got a late NBA game. We got, I mean, all kinds of good sports going on. I mean, if you if you're a Yankee fan, you don't even need to watch the ALCS today. Don't watch the ALCS. I'm st- I don't. Why are so many Yankee fans watching the ALCS? I don't get it. Like we hate the Red Sox and we hate the Astros. So why are you watching? I'm not watching. I, I, I would watch literally anything else other than this series. So I, I encourage all Yankee fans to watch something else tonight other than the ALCS. If, you, if, you, if you've already followed that, good for you. But uh, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't understand why any Yankee fan would want to watch this series. Why any Yankee fan has wasted. Like I see John Boy and all these people posting about this series. I'm like, how can you possibly watch? I know John Boy is basically a, a baseball all baseball company, but come on, John Boy, you're a Yankee fan. How can you watch this series, dude? I mean, how can you guys watch this series? Uh, that's just how I feel about it, personally. Like, I, I can't watch a second of the ALCS, so I will be watching the Champions League today, and then I'll be watching the NLCS, and then I'll be watching the NBA tonight. So that is my sports viewing. I'm really excited for the Knicks opener tomorrow night against the Celtics. Uh, at Madison Square Garden, 7.30 tip-off on ESPN. Uh, looking forward to that game very, very much. Uh, I have been uh, look, waiting for the Knicks season to start for months now. Ever since the, the series against the Hawks ended, I have been sitting here waiting for the next Knicks season because last season was awesome, so much fun, um, and I can't wait for this season. I've heard a lot of people say they could take a step back this year, I've heard a lot of one thing Jeff Van Gundy said, which I thought was interesting, was that the Knicks could theoretically win more games than they won last year and finish with a worse seed. Which I get. I think the Eastern Conference has gotten a lot better. Kyle Lowry went to Miami. Uh, the Bulls added Lonzo, Caruso, Demar Derozan. So there's a lot of hype around the Chicago Bulls as well. The East definitely got better, but I think this Knicks team has also gotten better um, with the additions of Fournier and Kevin Kev, uh, yeah, Kemba Walker and the fact that they kept the entire core together. They kept Taj. They kept Nerlens Noel, who's unfortunately going to be out tomorrow night. Uh, they, they kept D. Rose. Uh, they added some rookies to the mix and Grimes and McBride. I'm looking forward to this next season very much, guys. I really am. Uh, I'm looking forward to the game tomorrow against the Celtics and, of course, the game on Friday night against the Orlando Magic as well. So uh, it should be an exciting rest of your week. Um, just to let you know what we've got coming up for you on Friday, uh, we have the return of the roundtable, uh, Mike, Tim, and Arud. We were going to record today, but we decided to wait until Thursday because they want to watch the Wizards, uh, and I want to watch the Knicks tomorrow. We can recap all of it uh, on, our, on the roundtable on Thursday. So we're going to record on Thursday, and then we're, the episode's going to drop on Friday, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to you all hearing that as well. Uh, should be awesome. Plus, you know, more Yankee talk. Uh, more thoughts on Aaron Boone coming back other than this quick little 15, 20-minute um, 
bonus episode I'm giving you today. More thoughts on the MLB playoffs, the NL side at least, not the AL side, because like I said, I'm not watching that. And um, yeah, I think it's going to be great. So until then, uh, thank you for listening to this bonus episode. I hope the Yankees know what they're doing. Let's go, Knicks. I'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you.